0: Welcome to the From the Flats podcast, your destination for the latest in Georgia Tech athletics. Now, here's your host, Wiley Ballard. Welcome inside another episode. Georgia Tech baseball is on its way. Opening day this weekend, we'll also be joined by women's basketball coach Brandi Manning shortly. But first, we've got the head coach, of Georgia Tech baseball, beginning his 27th season here on the Flats. Danny Hall and coach are coming off your best season uh, in a number of years, forty-three wins, an ACC Coastal Division title, of course, hosting a regional, not getting the result you wanted in that regional. But let's turn the page and see what we have here in twenty twenty. I want to start with this freshman class. They're the fourth-rated class uh, in the nation. A lot of strong hitters, a lot of strong pitchers. Uh, who's been the biggest surprise, or what's been the biggest surprise about this group? Well, I think you know we we do have a lot of talented
1: guys and. Uh, You know, we're going to count on, certainly on the mound, uh, quite a few of them to get us some outs, pitch some innings for us. Uh, I think we have some really, really good position players, I think. You know, you look at the catching position, we'll probably start out with Jake Holland, uh, you know, catching back there. uh, Brandon Compton, or Compton, will be, uh, I wish we still had uh, had Compton. Yeah, we'll put him on the mound for game (laughs) one. Uh, But Andrew uh, Compton uh, will play first. And uh, and then you're going to see the likes of, uh, you know, Steven Reed, Tres Gonzalez, Jaden Jackson, or three other really talented freshmen that I think, you know, the, the, it's a good problem to have. They're kind of sitting there uh, behind some guys, but we'll be trying to figure out ways to just keep get them at bats, get them involved in uh, what's going on. And then the other guy that will probably be our starting DH is Andrew Jenkins. We're also asking him to pitch some as well as uh, – you know, Jackson uh, Finley also is a guy that uh, I think has a lot of hitting potential. But probably initially we're going to have to lean on him to uh, pitch a little more than hit. Uh, so it's a talented group. Uh, we're going to start a freshman on Friday and Zach Maxwell. And and he'll, uh, you know, he might put my heart rate up a little bit because he's going he's gonna to walk some guys, but he also has great stuff and can strike a lot of guys out. So we just feel like... Uh, this weekend it was better off us pitching him friday and then pitching hughes and Rodick saturday and sunday and uh so it's going to be a, you know i've told people it's going to be an interesting ride because we do have some guys back we uh, lost a lot of innings on the mound uh, obviously the herder injury uh you know has really uh you know hurt us and hurt him but mm-hmm. uh you know, we're hoping that if everything goes well and, and we're playing well that possibly we can get him back in May. Uh, but, you know, it's just one of those years where we're going to have to get going. We're going to have to see how our guys react to uh, the competition. Uh, but it's some, certain certainly something that we look forward to and I'm excited about.
0: Earlier this week you announced Luke Waddell would be the team captain uh, here in 2020. Can you tell us about that decision and what he did to earn that honor and, and how you feel about going in with one guy with that C on his chest?
1: Well, we, we always have our players vote on, uh, on the captains and he just by far and away, uh, you know, almost got a vote from everybody to be the captain. And uh, it was just one of the things as a staff we talked about that you know, let's just have one guy and and I I think we have a lot of other guys capable of leading and they'll lead in their own way. But we just kind of felt like, you know, Luke uh, represents everything that we uh, would want a student athlete to look like. He's a great player. Uh, He's a great competitor. He's got leadership qualities. He's a great student. And uh, so we just felt like he was the guy and you know, I kind of thought maybe my my first year, and I needed to look this up. I thought that uh, Jason Veritek was the last guy that was a solo captain in 1994, but I, I'm told that it was Doug Creek in 1991, and Doug Creek was a great player here and and uh, pitched a long time in the major leagues. So hopefully, the same thing happens for Waddell with that C. You
0: know, Well, I was going to say off the top of my head, I think you're talking Doug Creek, all-time leader in strikeouts, and Jason Veritek, all-time leader in home runs. So that's, yeah, that's pretty a pretty good company. company. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good, good company to be in, for sure. Well, let's talk about going into this year because you know, obviously last year, great success, over 40 wins, but so many new faces, and you lost a lot of guys. As far as the team's identity, are you having to work hard to remind them that that was last year and this is this year, or is it almost just kind of self-evident because there are so many new faces and so many faces that are no longer here?
1: I don't think the players really, uh, I I don't think they care. I think they feel like, hey, we're here, Uh, we're present, this is our team, and, uh, you know, we have to uh, go out and compete day in and day day out to see how we're going to stack up uh, for 56 games that we're going to play. As a staff, on the other hand, it's (laughs) it's something you worry about all the time Uh because, you know, Tristan English and Kyle McCann and Chase Murray aren't walking back in here. Uh, and then you lose Xavion uh, Curry, uh, Connor Thomas, and Herter's injury. It's essentially a rotation. Uh, and then you lose your midweek guy, and we only lost one midweek game and Amos Willingham. So that makes you kind of nervous and uh, makes you scratch your head a little bit that those guys are gone. Uh, now we got to figure out who are the next three guys or four guys to be the starters, who's going to close games, Who's who's kind of our go-to guy in the bullpen, Uh, and so I kind of look at it I mean we have a lot of non-conference games prior to ACC but we got to figure out who are the right guys to start who are the right guys to you know throw in relief and you know who possibly can close games for us
0: and some of that non-conference series gonna be a weekend series uh, against Georgia in a couple weeks that'll be a lot of fun chance to go to Athens come back here then a neutral site game on that Sunday but first time Tech's played Georgia on the weekend in a long long time and I'm curious just for you, the last couple of years, there's been a lot of changes, not just moving Georgia to the weekend, but new pitching coach, Danny Burrell, new mm-hmm. hitting coach, James Ramsey, Dan Jaffe joining the staff in the volunteer spot. Mm-hmm. And then a year from now, you're going to have a brand new uh, museum, if you will, down the third base line in the uh, concourse area. A lot of changes have occurred at Georgia Tech baseball in a short amount of time, and you've obviously been here for a long time. But how has that changed kind of your energy level and, and kind of how you see this 2020 season? Well, I think, you know, you look at what Ramsey
1: and Jaffe did last year. I mean, those guys brought a lot of energy, new ideas, new ways of doing things last year uh, into our program. I've already seen it with Burrell. I mean, the stuff that he has kind of uh, brought in here, uh, you know, from the New York Yankees in terms of the technology, how to use the technology to teach somebody, uh, you know, how to throw a better breaking ball or throw a better fastball or, you know, use a high-speed slow-motion camera to teach guys uh, some things mechanically that he's trying to get them to do. So, you know, it's been a really good influx of of not only energy, but just resources from those guys that they can share their experiences, uh, you know, with our players. And, you know, we saw a great impact on it last year. And, um, you know, it it was kind of funny. Burrell had to give me a ride home yesterday. He asked me, he said, Skip, do you still get nervous? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll probably get nervous for every game because I'm like, you just don't know what's going to happen. And uh, But I'm excited for him. you know. I mean, he's been kind of in a coordinator role, mm-hmm. which is more of a, uh, you know, some administration, some hands-on. Now he's totally hands-on. And he's going to get a chance to call pitches. There's a win and a loss That's after uh, yep. every game. And uh, so I know he's really excited just to kind of – you know, guide these guys, mentor these guys, and hopefully we have a really, really good pitching staff.
0: Well, the wins get started uh, this coming weekend, Coach. Thanks for the time. Good luck against uh, St. Peter's, Cincinnati, St. John's, and the rest of the way. Look forward to talking to you soon. I appreciate it, Wiley. All right, Georgia Tech opens up four o'clock against the St. Peter's Peacocks. Up next, we'll have women's basketball assistant coach Brandy Manning join us on from the Flats. Welcome inside the Office of Assistant Women's Basketball Coach Brandy Manning as the Jackets are getting set for their final push in the 2020 ACC regular season. Uh, joined by Coach Manning Tech, 16-8, and 7-6. and six, uh, Tied for sixth place in the ACC, being picked to finish 11th a few months ago. You guys have put together a great year thus far. And after a modest losing streak, picked up a couple wins against Pittsburgh and Wake Forest. And Coach, I, I guess my quest- first question is, what was the key to getting back on track this last
2: week? Uh, I would say starting in practice, Wiley. We, uh, you know, we, we ramp things up, so to speak. Uh, you know, we you know practices the last couple of, you know, prior to the last couple of games have been intense. Uh, the girls have been locked in. Um, the level of accountability has been has been raised, and uh, you know they've bought into, you know, what we've been selling. You know, and 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 the end result has been, you know wins so you know with that you know as a staff uh, we're pleased in your career as a coach
0: every season kind of has a different rhythm or balance to it when do you know is the right time to sort of step on the gas during the season because there are some times where you get late in the year where you kind of want to step off the gas a lot right. of time for recovery other times where you need to raise the level of focus how do you and uh, uh, coach fortner and her staff go about trying to pick your spots
2: that depends on the team Mm -hmm. you know you know sometimes you know you need to pick me up earlier in the year and you know around this time of the year you know people can become complacent especially when you have some early success Mm -hmm. and you know we're in a tough league that you know you night in and night out there's no days off so um, with our group I think that you know we we had a rough patch where you know we lost sight of um, our foundation and you know we got away from our standards and You know, we just, as a staff, you know, Coach Nell did a good job of, you know, hitting the reset button and, you know, refocusing the girls. And, you know, that's where we're at right now.
0: You work mostly with uh, the post players up front. I want to ask you about a couple of them individually. Mm -hmm. First, uh, Andiouf had a chance to start now five straight games. First Mm -hmm. uh, opportunity in her career, she's had a run to be in the starting five Mm -hmm. with this type of regularity. Uh, How did she earn that opportunity? What have you seen from her in that stretch?
2: Well, throughout the year, A.D. has, uh, we call her A.D. Yeah. A.D. has, <laughs> she's improved gradually mm-hmm. throughout practices and throughout the year. And, you know, like anything, you get better by doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, she gives us a physical presence inside, um, experience. She's older. Um, but she's worked extremely hard to get to this point, you know, not only in practice but spending hours uh before and after practice, you mm-hmm. know, to get better in certain areas. So it's starting to pay off.
0: You got Lorella Kubai up front. We can talk about her all day long, right. but, but I want to ask you about Norea Hermosa, who had a career day against Pittsburgh last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, season high, 16 points, still just a true freshman. How much better has she gotten from where we were uh, in October, and November to now?
2: Uh, you know, she's gotten, she's gotten better. Um, you can see her confidence mm-hmm. growing um, with each game um like i said about ad you know players regardless of position you get better by doing and you know it was good to see her confidence grow if i'm not mistaken she had made like her first six or seven shots Mm -hmm. and you can just see her confidence you know confidence is everything and with her um you know it's taken some time you know for her to adjust but we've seen glimpses throughout the year and you know now you know at this point we're in february now technically she's a sophomore mm-hmm. so you see her growth and you know her maturity starting to come in now we're just looking for consistency mm-hmm. and that's what we keep preaching to her just be consistent control what you can control so um we've been pleased and you know we're happy with the direction in which she's going you
0: gotta be excited about the future of that position too going into next year with all you have returning Absolutely.
2: I mean, we only lose pond, but, but yeah, you know, that's a big loss. Call but... them, yeah. Um, <laughs> call them the trees. The trees are coming back. <laughs> but uh, I'm excited because it allows me another opportunity. You know, a summer. Mm-hmm. You know, a spring and a summer to really work with them, and you know, continue to you know develop and add on to you know what they're doing.
0: Yeah, Forest will be getting thicker, I guess. Some oh, yeah, ways. absolutely. Um, but in the short term, uh, you mentioned earlier, the ACC. This is a league day in, day out, going to be very tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one one side of it. The other side of it, you get a chance to play your way uh, into a strong finish with the opportunities you have ahead of you. The next five regular season games remaining. The next four will come against the. First, second, third, and fourth place teams in the ACC Mm -hmm. does not get easy. Um, But when you look at these opportunities, you say, you know, we've had a pretty good season. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, we put together some of our better basketball, we have a chance to play our way in the NCAA tournament. I mean, how exciting is that?
2: At the end of the day, all you can ask for is to be in this position where you actually control your own Mm -hmm. destiny going down, you know, these last five or six games. Um, but the way we're approaching it Wiley is we're we're taking it one game at a time. We can't get ahead mm-hmm. um, of ourselves because again, like you said, I mean this is you know murderers role yes. in the conference <laughs> and you know it starts with a, a very good Virginia tech team who we have coming up on Thursday and um, you know, that's how we're going to tackle it and then from there, hey, you know, We'll continue to to do what we do, and we'll see what happens. It'll be Virginia
0: Tech Thursday night in Blacksburg, and then Sunday in Raleigh against NC State, and Uh then back home at McCamish uh, for a couple of big games against the likes of Louisville and Florida State. Coach, thanks for your time. And uh, you guys go play some good basketball this next week. and look forward to seeing you back in action here at home.
2: Thanks for having me. It's always
0: a pleasure, and go Jackets. Sounds good. That's Brandy Manning with women's basketball here on From the Flats. You've been listening to the From the Flats podcast. Be sure to tune in to the Georgia Tech Sports Network on game days for live coverage. And subscribe to this channel to get the latest news on the Yellow Jackets.